unsolicited cat calls, the whistleblowing, the derogatory comments. I mean, women are really sick of this. Yeah, and guys, it's time to knock it off. And parents, I think it's time that we do a better job of raising our boys to respect women. And, and this, this is Chick to Chick. So it's no secret that I have all daughters. And it's no secret that I have one boy. Right. So when <laughs> I am talking about my, you know, what's going on in the day-to-day -day life of my daughters, there's very few times that there isn't a comment about some rude thing a boy said or a guy said or did or someone feeling uncomfortable. You know what? It just makes me sad for them because we grew up with this and you just get sick of it. Yeah. You know what, guys? Here's a reality check for you. The cat calls, the whistles, the derogatory comments. Most women, we don't like it. Nope. And when I'm walking down the street and I see a bunch of guys, I actually go to the other side of the mm -hmm. street because I don't want to hear it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. And quite frankly, it's disrespectful. It really is. Yes, it absolutely is. And I think, think what we need to do is we need to teach parents how to teach their young men to be more respectful. So today we brought back a friend of ours, Patrick Hughes. He is a licensed professional counselor. And I think you are just the perfect person for this. But I got to ask you a question. What, What's going what's on up? with the what's facial with hair, this? sir? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's, it is um, uh, important to embrace our, our history. And I, I do think that this is a real uh, happening look. Actually, I'm I'm in a uh, I'm in a production. I'm I'm living part time in the 1840s in a theater production, and so this is uh, part of my costume. And so I look a little ridiculous uh, during uh, during this time of year. We love it. We're, I think we're, it looks great. Yeah, it looks Go great, and we're we're glad that you agreed to come back on our yeah. podcast, Patrick. I'm going to cut to the chase. Why do men behave like that? Why do they do that stuff? We don't like it. Right. Well, I, you know, human beings, we have a tendency of doing behaviors that are really um, unpleasant for others. Uh, and men operating in such an unpleasant fashion has a lot to do with, A, the way that they are raised, and B, our cultural norms. There are um, elements of historical norms in terms of how people operate. And sure enough, uh, people continue to embrace these ways that they have been brought up and the ways that are normal within the culture to operate. And uh, being felt to be disrespected or to be made uncomfortable is obviously not a great situation to be in, but that's why they're doing it, is it's, it's how they were raised and what they're used to. You know, you get used to the boys will be boys mm -hmm. comment mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, let them be men and mm -hmm. be masculine. So how do you teach and reinforce this respect Without men not being masculine, we still want them to be masculine, but come on now. So how can you teach them to still have those qualities, but act like a human? Well, and I, I think on some level, we, we have to sort of recognize a bit that uh, there are really problematic behaviors with both genders, is that there is there can sometimes be um, uh, uh, a, a bit of back and forth. And in some cultures, there is an element of welcoming of this, which is not, um, not obviously experienced by... Uh, either of your daughters or, or, or yourselves when that's happening. The ch challenge, of course, is that to, to change that really means talking about 
helping people understand that there is strong reactions that are going on internally for others. It's about empathy. It's about compassion. It's about understanding that they may not have the uh, response that they'd be hoping for. And that that performance of masculinity is unfortunately more toxic than it is welcome. You know, you talked about that this is culture and this is just the way society is. And I, I do have a boy and I am high on respect. And since the time he was wee little, I have said to him, you know, the most important thing that you need to do is to be a kind person and be respectful of others. And I have told him, you know, you disrespect your girlfriend, you disrespect your wife, you're not going to have a problem with them, you're going to have a problem with me, because <laughs> I don't want him to be that person. And I am trying to make a difference and change the way he views women. And so far, I believe he's getting through, or I'm getting through to him. Did I send him the right message by saying those things to him? I think that there's a, that's an incredibly positive message to be said. I also think that on some level, there is a benefit rather than telling a child, you do this or you're going to be answering to me, is there's more of a sense of helping them understand that uh, having feelings is something that is important to acknowledge and to express and that that being able to find ways of expressing what, say, they find someone um, attractive or want to tease them. There's a sense of power and there's a sense of control that can come from it and helping them find appropriate places to be able to feel those feelings. If we, if all we're doing is saying, hey, let me control what you're doing or let me tell you what is, is right to do and not to do, that, that deals with it on one level. But on some level, we have to talk a little bit about what's happening under the internal sense of stuff rather than just how people should behave, but why they're behaving that way. So, you know, maybe fathers at home need to also have those conversations with their sons. So it's not just the mom expressing it. Is that kind of a, another thing of what you say would be important? It is so important to model appropriate behavior. And not only does the father have that opportunity, but we want to be that way as uncles. We have to be that way mm -hmm. as teachers. We have to be that way. And we can think a little bit about how we operate in the home. If we're a position of a lot of yelling going on or strong behaviors or punishment that's happening within the household itself, that's not a very safe place to have feelings. You'll worry about being punished rather than being understood and redirected where those emotions are coming from. And so on some level, appropriate behavior is less about just make sure you act in this particular fashion and more about let's find ways of dealing with feelings in a responsible, thoughtful, and communicative way so that when it comes to everything, there's a, there's a safe place and a time and place to put those emotions. I think that's a really good point because not only did I reinforce to him the importance of respecting women, his father did not behave that way. My ex-husband did not treat women like that. He did not do these cat calls and make these derogatory mm -hmm. comments. And so my son had that role model in his life too, that his father didn't behave that way. And he knew that wasn't appropriate. And Carrie also talked about, you know, men have this desire to be masculine. I think there's a problem, you know, let's talk about college campuses mm -hmm. and fraternities and a phone call that I got from my son one night. He was just devastated and in tears because a young lady um, had had too much to drink and 
there was a line of men willing to Mm. and ready to take Mm. advantage of her. And I was so proud of him that he did the right thing. You know, he got her and he got her out of there. Um, But he also, I know he felt this pressure that he Mm -hmm. was going to be mocked the next day. You know, he was going to be teased the next day. What's the matter, bro? Like, why didn't you have our backs here? Um, So I was so proud of him that yet he was facing that scrutiny. Please address that and please let boys know that take the scrutiny and protect that young woman's life. Mm-hmm. Right. And what, what he was concerned about a little bit is, is teasing to avoid sexual assault. Mm-hmm. We uh, in, our need, in our culture need to remind ourselves that it, these are not even minor uh, perspectives. These are serious situations that can be happening in terms of understanding what this is, what, what the legal implications of this word would be. But even beyond that, he had the ability to be empathetic to her position and understand what she'd be going through. And although it may seem outside of the norm, we as men have a responsibility to do the right thing when we're able to empathize and have compassion for people other than us. And I think that's a huge element of a successful modeling and understanding that's going on on your son's behalf. And also that we have a responsibility of all of us that when we see injustice or, or situations happening like that to do the right thing and and call bad behavior out when we see it. So what about the the cat calling that isn't verbal, but it's through social media and that type of disrespect? How do we approach our boys with that? You know, one of the challenges of talking about any of these issues is that men have a tendency of feeling like, hey, if I'm not trying to do something wrong, if I'm not trying to hurt somebody's feelings, then, hey, I'm not doing anything that's really bad. One of the challenges is that it's easy to just sort of victimize and say, hey, if people are doing the wrong thing, then you're a bad person. I think we see that a lot in social media is that people find their own little bubbles where, hey, it's okay to do these kinds of behavior and they don't and they block people who disagree with them. Mm -hmm. We need to come to that understanding that the impulse to have fun, to make jokes, to put things out there isn't necessarily bad in and of itself. It's the context of how it may make other people feel. And I think one of the challenges we get in our culture is that so many people are so concerned about feeling like they're being thought of as a horrible person because they've done something wrong. We need to understand just because your impulses aren't necessarily coming from a bad place, it can have bad actions. And that's part of the way we make that change is by embracing that, hey, the diversity that's out there isn't necessarily coming from poor impulses. It's coming from poor understanding of how it may affect others. And we have to do this and start one child at a time. I started with my son. I know other moms are also doing that with their sons and saying to them, this isn't right. If you were to offer advice to a mom and a dad out there, when do you start uh, teaching your boys? What What's the messaging and how do you go about doing this? When do you start doing this? I want to make it very clear that I think it's actually important to teach this both to girls and boys, Mm -hmm. is that it's the concept of consent. It's the idea that if you get the okay from someone else, then it's it's fine to joke. But if you don't have that okay, if somebody is withdrawn or not having a good time, that's not the time to bully. That's not the time to press. That's not the time to be in that way. And we have to, in terms of when that begins, it it comes from the beginning of, of, uh, of as soon as people are born. We do that in the way that we respect and and work with our partners. We do that in the way that we respect and 
interact with the, the individuals in our lives. And if we show someone that we respect everyone and care about everyone's feelings, they take that message on. There is a huge journey in terms of what it is to be a child, to be an adolescent, to be a young adult, and to be uh, in, in, involved in this culture. And those lessons are going to be updated depending on whatever developmental stage someone's in. So we have to check ourselves and make sure, are we in charge of our emotions and are we in charge of our own boundaries? And do we understand the concepts of consent in the way that we deal with our own anger, our own fears and everything that else that might be going on internally for us? I love that. I think parents really need to check back in with their kids mm-hmm. and they need to not let other things you know, dictate um, the social norms anymore. And I like that you brought up that it's both the girls and the boys, they have to both take an equal ownership. Um, you know, that's a good thought too. Patrick, any last thoughts before we uh, close out this podcast? I just want to reinforce that even though there's a large historical culture to this, that's not excusing it. Mm-hmm. I think these are horrible things that, that we need to find a way of rectifying. But as we understand where that's coming from, it's important not to vilify anyone who's doing this. Let's find ways of helping them support each other. And that's the best way of of really making those changes in the culture that we're all hoping for. And what a great way to end this podcast. Thanks so much for coming back on. And we do do love your facial hair. Keep it. We love it. Go with it. You're rocking it, dude. Uh, uh, somebody called me Wolverine on the street the other day. Excellent. <laughs> you That's owned a it. good look. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you. So many important things that he said. And, you know, guys, you got to understand, we don't like this. You got to yeah. stop. And, he, and Patrick said that so, that important word, that word that is so respect. Mm-hmm. Respect, it is lacking in so many parts of society yeah. these days. Yeah. We got to get back to it. You gotta learn to respect women. Stop the nonsense, mm-hmm. and let's teach our boys to stop this before it starts. I agree. You can be masculine, but be a nice guy. Yeah, it's be not kind. That hard. Be kind. Yeah, we appreciate you being with us today. Do us a favor. Head over to our Chick to Chick YouTube channel, like and subscribe. Until we're back to chirp about another topic.